Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. sent me a link to an article about how giants were real and how this yeah. proves everything in the Bible and it's from a website that clearly says this is satire and everything that we write on here is that and she was openly sharing it she was like are you sure about that I was like I think the part where it says this is satire on the website was a give away for it but you know what live your truth girlfriend you do your thing (laughs) erica are you telling me that their article why everybody hates you isn't real (laughs) i think i think the funny part about any sort of satire is like oh yeah these guys were giants because they were one foot taller than our normal NBA players of today. Ooh. Oh my gosh, hard to believe. That's so hard to believe. I just smoked a <laughs> I just smoked a minute bowl. <laughs> anyway, uh welcome to Quality Time, home of both quality and time. I'm your host, Eric Woodworth, and I'm joined by my uh I'm gonna go out of order by the permanent host of the show every single fucking week never has she been a guest except for a single time Miss Ashley Pontius how are you oh thank you for acknowledging that I've never missed an episode thanks daddy (laughs) (laughs) thank you so I've uh, I've made some foibles in the last that you will not let me forget and it was because i called you well, the guest host of quality time and now you're selling merch that says guest host and i'm not gonna lie my heart's a little bit hurt um well here's a couple of things first of all i mean as much as i hate you for it um <laughs> it, it was actually our own fans that started to bully eric publicly on other podcasts which really got me good um Actually, finally, I am not selling merch. I literally just made it to upset you, so it's not in the store. But it worked, so that's what matters. Well, <laughs> it's not, I'm not walking around with it. <laughs> anyway. I'm sure you'll say something else that'll hurt me, I'm sure. I'll figure something out. Don't worry. And uh, yeah. the other person, he's here. He's uh, He's been here since episode one. Um, and you know what? This guy, he guests, guest hosts in my heart. Give it up for Jeremy Woodworth, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. is this? Tell me this is the Tobacco Man. <laughs> this is Matt McCrory, star of The Devil's Rejects. Oh, okay. The giant. Oh, he's a real giant. A real giant, and this proves the giants are real. My <laughs> Matt McCrory. I like it. I, I love his uh, episodes of Howard Stern because he did a lot of Stern episodes back in the day. Sasquatch. 
Yeah, and it was all about it was all about Howard Stern asking. He was like, "So you ever you ever had sex before? You ever had sex with a regular lady?" <laughs> Actually, no, Howard. I only have sex with other freaks. Uh. <laughs> I had sex once with a woman, and she bled to death because I tore her in half with my penis. <laughs> Is that what's happening to me? <laughs> oh man! So I had sex with a woman, she dies. <laughs> It leaves exit wounds. I don't know what to do. Um, Penis is literally two feet wide. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So uh, I have a... I guess I have one story that I don't think I've shared with with you guys on on the Quality Time Pod. Not a lot of shows that I've done recently, and I feel like we hashed out most of the stuff last week. Of course, we had Thanksgiving. But I wanted to take you guys back... Uh, too much hash had a story with real hash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I had a I showed up for my my first day at my new day job. Okay, now I have fluctuated in weight over time. Okay, um, <laughs> I at one time I was like three hundred fifty pounds. I right now, if I'm being honest with you, I'm hovering around like. 260 maybe 270 on a bet listen if we're being honest after this weekend i'm probably at a 270 okay i walked into work and uh i saw my co-worker bill and he goes i guess he hadn't seen me though i've worked with him before he probably saw me at the lowest point of my weight loss okay which was maybe like 250 I walked can we in. Can we just call this a regular rugby season where you usually just lose fifty pounds during the season? Something like that. But so I walk in, Jeremy, and the first thing he says to me when he looks at me, he goes, "Damn boy, you put on some pounds." And I was like, "Jesus, <laughs> I haven't been at work for thirty seconds." Damn boy, you put on some pounds was the first thing he said to me. I have to tell you the oh Eric, I'm so sorry to do this. The worst part about that story is not that your feelings got hurt, it's that you told this exact story last week on the podcast. Son of a bitch. Um, um we I cut it all off. I thought your brain damage was fake and it was your way no. of getting out of being responsible as a friend. Oh my god, you don't remember I don't remember any of this. Don't remember any I told this on the splice episode. Oh my god, you told this last week. Oh. By the way, um, yeah. can I can I mention um, probably the worst part well, of being overweight? Now, okay, hold on. But before we get to your story, now listen. Let's talk about my mental. Let's talk about my mental health for a second. Yeah. So I, you guys remember the story from last week because there is an added thing. Okay. Okay. So I uh, I go to Thanksgiving this week, and now I see my uncle Buddy, soft smoking man. You know, the first thing he says to me, he's like. Hey, you look like you got a little bit bigger. First thing, this I haven't seen him in a year and a half. So, I apparently I'm fatter to a lot of people. It, now it's a thing. Now it's in my head. It wasn't just crazy ass Bill. Now it's also my uncle calling me fat. So now I am. Am I guys? I'm going to ask you straight up. Am I slipping right now? Am I slipping on my on my, on my shit? Am I not on my p's and q's? Am I falling apart here? It's too gradual for me to either notice or even care. Oh, okay. Because, okay. You know, pr- frankly, you got like another 30 pounds to get on my level, baby. Jeremy, you lost a lot of weight lately, but that's probably yeah. because it's untreated type 2 diabetes. <laughs> it's take another 30 to get to your level. So, <laughs> you know, the, the, there's, there's levels of fatdom. 
Mm-hmm. And the level yeah. of fandom that really bothers me the most is when I saw my brother-in-law, and man, just the way he waddled like a penguin mm-hmm. at his 400, 450 pound level. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am looking at death incarnate today. <laughs> and also I found out he used crack. But also... <laughs> this is a hell of a story. I don't want to mention... At our Thanksgiving dinner, there was another family member that also waddled because they were so. <laughs> so, well, yeah. either which sex, either, but just watching any person waddle—that bothers me because that is a level of fatness that is is, is in danger. That is, that is the Tom Cruise Top Gun danger zone when you waddle as a person. The one good thing though is if if you meet somebody who waddles, like a lot of times, like you. You get into the situations where if this plane crashed, we would eat this guy first, right? I would say bullshit on that. I think you keep him around because if you needed to start a fire, you just get two, a little bit of flint in between those chunky thighs, have him take four steps, and he is spitting out fucking sparks like a, like a fucking a evil Knievel stunt, okay? Dark meat is the area that he can't bathe. <laughs> So, okay, so Eric, to answer your question, I actually don't know the answer to that because, one, you are always perfect to me. Oh, stop it. You talked to me less than you did a year ago, so I can't tell. Boom! Ah! Mm, mm, mm. So, there we go. I guess. Eric, you know know how to lose weight. To, To you, it's just a choice. You want to you want to lose a hundred pounds tomorrow? You can do it if you want to. It doesn't matter. I choose to be exactly who I am, and I, to tell you the truth, it was only my labor intensive job that made me lose thirty pounds. Yeah, but when Eric loses weight, it makes me sad because Eric will be like, "I'm having a great day. I've had five almonds," <laughs> and then he gets the, that oil slick, and it's just, "Oh God, I don't want another year of that." Just shit and oil. They call me Meineke, the man with the golden shits. Um, <laughs> I call you Exxon because <laughs> it kills everything nearby. Oh man. Oh, the um, but overall, you know, I had a great, uh, I had a great Thanksgiving. I will say that uh, I, I, I got to be careful because I don't want to name drop people. Okay, but uh, I went to uh, Thanksgiving two, which was uh, at my wife's uh, side of the family, and uh, I, I, so my wife ratted me out and said, hey. Uh, one of her aunts, she's like, Eric said you are his favorite like tertiary person that comes to holidays. I was just like, you bitch. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> I was just like, but yeah, uh, this 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 particular aunt, she's really nice and she's a bit of a lush and we turn up at, at holidays. So much so that I started getting the dirt out about another aunt they might not like very much. And I just said, she's a bit much. And she goes, well, let me tell you this. And so apparently, (laughs) apparently she said, you know, uh, She's like, you know, the other aunt, she unfriended me uh, on all the platforms and blocked my number because during the presidential race, I said, I don't think I can vote for this pedophile Joe Biden. And she's like, I've lost all respect for you. And she's like, (laughs) and she said she got unfriended. And since then, uh, they haven't they haven't talked about. She's like, 
I didn't even say I was voting for the other guy. I just said, this guy seems like a pedo. <laughs> and that was, that was very funny to me. So then I immediately yeah. get cut off. I go, they was like, they were like, this doesn't seem like appropriate table talk. I was like, I agree. But if anything inappropriate came up later, I was like, uh Oh, somebody's <laughs> acting like the weird aunt today. Like <laughs> as instant callbacks. So it was crushing the whole night. It was nice. So, <laughs> Well, good news for everybody. Uh, John Link got uh, buried right next to his uh, his father in his in his in his own mm-hmm. family plot, and it only took um, fourteen sixteen days to uh, get buried, thanks to his yeah. uh, negligent brother who would rather scrap than take care of his dead brother, and uh, pretty much one of the biggest scumbags on earth. So, so did he? Uh, so John Link is buried. Is has there been any update on his brother um, possibly being brought up on charges of negligence and or whatever? Uh, probably, probably, but it, it, it's mission accomplished, much like Tom Cruise. And, uh, you know, he'll be dead anyway just because he's, a, you know, he's old and he's dumb. So, he's just be, you know, there, there was talk of, like, finding where his, like, special trailer lockers are and locking him in it. And just hearing his screams as he's like <laughs> trapped there until he dies of exposure. Ooh, it was torture. Nice. What if John Link's brother's storage containers are like those two cabinets from Harry Potter, where if you put something in the one cabinet, it shows up somewhere else? What if all those cabinets from Wayfair, and there's just a bunch of kids? And the link lockers. Well, it looks like a regular cabinet, but they're charging twenty thousand dollars for it. <laughs> thing, that seems kind of weird. I I don't know why they charge so much for such a cabinet. It's also <laughs> weird. It's also weird that this Wayfair cabinet says it's never had a period before. I find that to be an odd. <laughs> An odd spec on this armoire. Speaking of periods, I uh, feel like I'm a pinata filled with blood, and if I shove the wrong tampon size in, it's just gonna leak everywhere. Oh man! What are uh, what are speaking of tampons? What are the uh, what are the what are the, like the the rankings on them? Is it? Is it like, do you get ones that say heavy, medium, light, or so, I'm always so fascinated my, by the grades. So, so mine, the ones I buy come in loser, mother size, um, slut, and then super plus slut. Super <laughs> <laughs> But, but um, is there like a uh, waterfall, evil dead, um, uh, bloody? Um, <laughs> yeah, there. there's. Well, hey, look. Sometimes, certain times of the month, you're stressed, you're sick, your body's just like it's an eviction notice, and you need a trough size. Yeah, and yeah. you just you just have to stick a whole live fucking sheep up your pussy to like sop it up. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I shop at Dillard's just to buy the coats, and I'm like, this is a good size, and I just tie it. That's funny, because me and Jeremy, we shop at Dullard's. That's uh, that's a place we get. By the way, that's why I met the Hyman uh, commercial where she has a sheep inside her vagina. It's one of the great- <laughs> 
It is a good bit. And did I lift it? A hundred percent. You know, the, the, the Guar girl's sheep, uh, tampons where it just, she pulls out as a giant sheep that comes out between her legs. Uh, it is a good bit. I, I gotta be honest. I always thought Cardi B's, I want to, oh, sorry, there's an ambulance. There we go. <laughs> they just keep going by. Somebody's probably dead. Um, but uh, Cardi B's, I want to gag. I want to choke. I want you to chuck, chuck the dangly thing in the back of my throat. I was like, oh, the hymen. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she means yogiama. Mine's the same size. <laughs> It would be great if those sirens stopped right in front of your house. They're like, we think there's a dead body. And they open up the trash can. <laughs> uh, it's just Ashley's period again. Hey, everybody. <laughs> that is horrible and hilarious. And I hate it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Don't think to worry. This lady's just bleeding up on the second floor. <laughs> You're probably right. It might be why the cats won't leave me alone. <laughs> they're, they're outside. <laughs> and I'm like, no, go away. And I can't get in the front door. And they're like, I smell it. Your sacrifice yeah. is accepted. <laughs> Command your army. Oh, oh I, I want to be mad, but yeah, having a pussy is a stinky job. I don't know what. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to remember what the sheep said in the commercial when he's like, full flow tampons for the new you. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell fucking yeah. So I look, my tampons float. They don't sink. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they all float down here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the one thing about Pennywise. He doesn't tell you like her real. That one lady's real story. He's like, I've saved all of them down here. They're actually your children. Ah, I'm also now the wishmaster. Oh. <laughs> whenever, whenever I need to pull it out and throw it away, the old ones are called deadlights. <laughs> Deadlight days. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! God, that rules. Um, I'm gay now, just thinking about that. <laughs> Well, Jeremy, I'm proud of you. No matter, no matter how many dicks go into my mouth, if I don't have to see a bloody tampon in the in the bathroom, it's all good. You know, Eric has two bloody tampons that are grown up into two beautiful young ladies. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Oh, I do have one last story. So yesterday, Jeremy, uh, I, when I woke up, okay, I wake up. And I was, I've been watching Cowboy Bebop because there's a new live action show and I'd never watched the anime. It's been suggested multiple times. And you know what? I've been watching. I was like, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Right. So much so that as I was, you know, watching it yesterday morning, uh, Jane came down, she watched a couple episodes with me and I was like, oh, cool. She, she was like, yeah, this show is pretty good. She's like, you know, I kind of, I think I like anime. I was like, yeah, there's lots of cool shows or whatever. I mean, if that's something you want to watch, you can. So I leave with you, Jeremy, to go to Justin Jones's daddy, daddy home podcast or whatever. And, uh, which uh, drops the exact same day as this. So check out Justin Jones. There's a lot of good fun stuff that me and Jeremy did on there. Uh, when I return four hours later, she's been doing nothing but watching anime and is full Makanaida no going, Oh, look at me. I'm very cute. And she, I, I came in and my sweet wife, Erica, who's now, uh, in the room, she goes, uh, yeah, Jane's downstairs watching anime. I don't know who she is. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's cute now, but wait until you catch her getting into hentai. 
<laughs> oh man, geez, no, no, that's that's a trip to old Uncle Tommy's house that you don't come back from. Um, so <clears throat> I, I then uh, she actually suggested one to me. She was like, "We should watch. You want to watch this?" And I was just like, "I'm going to be honest with you." I looked her dead in the eye. I was like, "Everything you've ever suggested to me, ever." Has been hor- has been horrible. <laughs> when, I'm not going to lie to my child. I was just like I, the show. You tr- watch the show Miraculous. See if I'm wrong. Um, but I was like, all right, I'll, I'll watch this. Let's check it out. Hey, she picked out this show called Eden on Netflix. It's actually pretty fucking good. Like it is. It's about a little girl who's raised by robots. I I enjoyed the hell out of it actually. So okay. my uh, my daughter once I she was like I was like yeah I was like I've performed you know uh, I was trying to like flex I was like you know I've performed at Katsukon that's an anime convention and she was like oh can we go to the anime convention I was just like I don't know that's a whole new world I don't know if I'm ready to bring you into but maybe maybe in the early hours. So she's not going to have a job in college, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! But she'll have a lot of fans, so that's the important part. Money—that's what matters. Anywho, uh, I also this this is my last good story I have. Okay, and my other my other daughter uh, on the way to Thanksgiving, she dropped a bombshell. She goes, yeah. Um, she was just like, so I have five boyfriends is what she tells me. This is my youngest. <laughs> I was like, and then I, I go, what? I, I, I double take to look back. She was like, yeah, four of them don't know they're my boyfriends, but I like them. And so they're my boyfriends. I was like, okay, cool. But then she's like, then I have my main boyfriend. That's Tristan. And we're in love. And I was just like, What? I was like, you can't, you can't have a boyfriend. You can't have one. She was like, uh-huh, we're in love, and we hug, and we kiss, too. I was like, what in the world? No! No! He's got your middle name. <laughs> no, my sweet my sweet little girl. I said, you're not allowed to kiss boys. This is like, she was like, he let me. I was like, of course he lets you. <laughs> There's, there's, the thing, there's a thing they grow up real quick in Sodom. Oh gosh! Oh. So I uh, I like that she's the aggressor. That's the best part. I like that she also has she has she has a main she has she's got a main bitch and then her side tertiary ones. They like they don't know it yet, but they also my boyfriends. <laughs> so she's running a little boy harem apparently, and uh, I'm crying now. Uh, <laughs> God, I've been still going to make so bad, and it's killing me, and I'm going to shut my fucking mouth. <laughs> so, anyway, that's my life, and um, my 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 daughter has multiple boyfriends now. So, and now uh, I have to inch- my dad hiding in bushes when 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 kids come home. Well, Jeremy, that's why I, I wanted to bring this up in front of you. It's time to. Uh, I need to initiate operation protocol pogo and what that is is uh jeremy you're about to make some money for yourself because you have now been hired as the pogo the clown um 
date chaperone moving forward. Uh, I didn't think <laughs> I was going to have to activate you until like the age of 11, 12, 13. But uh, we've moved the timeline up and uh, whatever you're doing on Wednesday, uh, you, sir, need to be in full clown makeup. So and you don't you don't really have to do much. You just stand around and watch. Well, um, OK, this is too inappropriate a joke. I never mind. <laughs> instead of mistletoe at christmas you just pull out your big toe and you're like look at all the snow i can make off of it <laughs> uh, oh well eric we're so sorry you're you're you know people are calling you pudgy your kids are falling in love with people that aren't you i'm so sorry there it happens that's how it goes sometimes though you know uh what else we got or are we ready to hop into tonight's tale um I, I've got- I, I just okay. want to apologize to eric for uh getting so incredibly angry before this podcast because i hate being old and illiterate on computers so okay well you're forgiven for now um I will rescind it if I need to, though. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, what do you got? Uh, I've got the FedEx parked right in front of my building blasting the music, so that's great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When did FedEx get music? Or is it like... I I support Uh, jamming out to whatever you want, but I'm like, this is kind of an inopportune moment, FedEx, so I think they left. Um, I, I do... I think I do have an honest ash, if you don't mind, because oh, then we got to get the show started. You think you got yourself an honest ash? Well, you... S- oh, and it's about that time again for another segment of Honest Ash. And here's Ashley Pontius. Oh, hello, listeners. Once when I was in elementary school, I taught every boy in my class how to do a hitadookie, which is when you shit in the back of the commode of a toilet. That way, when you keep flushing, the water is dirty. Well, the next day I was out sick, and I got a text telling me that all the boys in my class had done hitadookies in every possible bathroom, and they had to shut the school down, and everybody had to go home for the day. <laughs> this has been almost <laughs> And join us again next week for more of Ashley Pontius's Honest Ash. Wow, you shut down a whole school system. And it wasn't even there. It just lets you know that I have an army of Duke slingers. <laughs> that, that music kind of reminded me of something. Oh, uh, what's that? if you want to cue that music again okay give me one second right here because i have to kill the intro part right there so you can just have that okay here you go the floor is yours you remember when um uh, came out of my house yesterday and they um queued up some music <laughs> at the bathroom <laughs> yeah i remember god so ashley yesterday I went over to Jeremy's house and uh, I went to just use the bathroom and uh, first of all three massive turds already living in there <laughs> marinating in this some bitch. So much so that I, I flushed and the water just went around them. They were like we ex- we are venom. We exist in this hole. <laughs> and so I was like alright. And I pee. I go out to get tall. 
I would you would think this is the end of the story. I think this was it. But now the story was just beginning. I come out of the bathroom horrified and I hear some bizarre music playing. And as I step out of the hallway where the bathroom is, I look to the left and I see Jeremy with a glazed eyes, like looking up at the sky going, ah, like this. And below, his pants are completely down and his penis is exposed to the outside. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Jeremy, what? the fuck are you doing he's just like he's like it's just the music it felt right for this <laughs> oh, uh, and just, just another day at the woodworth household so i don't I, okay <laughs> all right this has Maybe been I honest sh- jair <laughs> I'm waiting for you to come out of there. How long were you going to wait for me to dance your naked? <laughs> Maybe I should start a podcast with the Woodworth sisters and we can talk about family trauma. <laughs> oh, man. It- crazy woman that came to Thanksgiving because we're totally normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? I love that you guys are like, yeah, check out these fucking weirdos. And you're like, hey, want to come look at my my weak old turds and my little dick? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was horrifying, Jeremy. And uh, we'll get into more of those horrors uh, later on. Now, uh, today we are going over uh, our last movie of Fansgiving, which I'm excited uh, to bring. I believe this was Chuck's call, right? Chuck. Chuck's pick, uh, and Chuck, God, you couldn't have picked a worst fucking movie. Uh, Redneck Zombies, 1989. Uh, now, at least this was filmed in, uh, I will say, filmed in Maryland and Delaware. It's got a real mid-Atlantic vibe, but I can't help but notice that it's like filmed on the eastern shore of our fine state, which is which is fine, uh, but it, it's making fun of, uh, of rednecks. Um and 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 hillbillies when these are clearly be this is this is a bad portrayal by waterbillies making fun of rednecks and I don't know if I approve of that. I agree. These are more like my rednecks, which is Western Maryland, where yeah. we've got lots of meth, yeah, and lots of cattle. So no, I agree. I think it's I think it's inaccurate. Well, you know, I, in Delaware and Annapolis, but this is close to Salisbury. You're uh you're alumni. Yeah, I actually saw some 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 familiar shots there. I was like, hey, that's Delmar over there. I know exact that's pretty close to where the shorebirds play. Hell yeah. This is not nice. wearing a Salisbury t shirt. Yeah, yeah. So uh I did you know, I want to start off with something. I wanted I wanted you guys to hear a song that I made today. Um I did it just for just for you, Chuck, and the greatness of this film, uh, Redneck Zombies. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. I think it's got a real flair. So here we go. Oh, Lordy me, why can't you see? The monstrous force is taking over me. No need to hide. Skull by my side, spitting black all in your eyes. But don't you see, hunger and me, redneck zombie, oh yeah. Zombie breakdown, shake down, fake now, break now, hate now. Eat your flesh with some bags now, thunder is 
chest now, but wise with the thick thighs, chewing your demise. Hillbilly cries with people's fries, disgusted with your big fries, lying get with flies. Oh, yeah. Oh, me, oh, my. Just ate a guy. Said he'd be fine. That was a lie. Another scent. Better repent. Oh, shit, is that deodorant? It may not be hunger in me. The rednecks are me. Oh, yeah. Zombie breakdown. Your spleen claws clean with bovine soup team. Wolverine hit me. Some pines all moon, some moonshine, y'all hot in this mine, y'all. It seems safe, but it's dark, and you better repent. Give it up for land. That's a zombie breakdown, fake down. Don't make me do it again. This is the end, my dearest friend. Best script ever written. It was deodorant. The whole time, nothing will ever be written this good again. George Romero wishes he could write the subtext of zombie rednecks. Yeah. Oh. jam. And a little jam for you at the end there, Jer. Yeah, trucks. Yeah, trucks. Redneck <laughs> zombies. Yeah. <laughs> So, See you, Chocolate Man! <laughs> that is my favorite movie, my line from Dawn of the Dead. It's like, I see you, Chocolate Man! <laughs> Such a classic. That's what I say every time I take a poop. <laughs> so, uh, this movie was filmed over 32 days, uh, all on the weekends, over the course of an entire year. Uh, wait, wait, can we talk more about your song? Yeah, sure. What do you got? <laughs> Um, I sense a little bit of uh, uh, what's the guy that does uh, um, Elvis is Elvis is in everybody who does that song? Elvis, Elvis, Elvis is everywhere. Elvis is everything. Oh, I know. Everybody, Elvis is still the king. There's only one man without any Elvis in him, and that's Michael J. Fox. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's by Mojo Nixon Mojo and, Nixon, and yes. Skid Roper, and, oh. and the other um, big time uh, rockabilly. Oh, um, uh, Reverend Horton Heat. It is. I well, I like a little. I like my little. You, you know, it's all the it's all the baseline. We're like boom, 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 boom. I felt it was a little crampsy too, like a little upbeat cramps type style. You know, a little influence. More than very, I know. Yeah. This is a very period heavy yeah. episode. Period heavy episode. <laughs> Uh, but you were talking about lyrics, dude, and this this is this is lyrics um, gold to a new level that you definitely pushed pushed the envelope. Thanks, man. I felt uh, you know I don't take compliments really well. That's why I I, I really count on people to just call me fat whenever they see, I see them. Uh, like, but this so this is hard for me to accept. But I appreciate it. 
Come over your house and suck your dick. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Okay. okay. I'm not doing it because I'm gay. I'm just doing it out of respect for you. <laughs> this is, hey, this is a respect blowy. <laughs> <laughs> Total homophobe. I, I, I hate this. this I so look, listen. The stop. I, I enough with the incest jokes. It's making me feel too comfortable. So look, this what film was shot. It's out of specs. This this film was shot over 32 days, all on the weekends over the course of a year. Jeremy, I would say this is also be similar that when we, I think we could break this record with filming Baby Eater. Uh, over the course of five years, we'll film over 64 days. <laughs> no. Okay, cool. You get half your fucking film done in your house in like two days, dude. Okay, I believe you. I'm I'm game for it. So the uh, the budget for this movie was so low that the filmmakers could only afford a single breakaway candy glass bottle. That's how low budget of a film this was. Uh, they also sent it out. So the director of this movie uh, is 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 like his only directing credit, other than like Randy Couture uh, MMA video where it's like Randy Couture shows you how to do a fucking arm lock. The, so this is his only other uh, real movie that he's ever done. But his name is uh, uh, Lewis Pericles. Pericles? Pericles. That probably makes more sense. You know, reading has never been my strong suit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and uh, he did this, but he was more uh, famously known for uh, doing the special effects in uh, two other trauma classics, The Toxic Avenger Part 2 and The Toxic Avenger Part 3, which is probably my favorite kill scene in any Toxic Avenger where he pulls the guy's entrails out and then jump ropes with them, but also shoves the guy's hand in the VCR and it somehow works and shows on the TV. I always, mm, good stuff. There. Eric. I actually know for a fact that he did one other Toxic movie, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not that he actually directed me in Toxic Shock Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about you not pulling the plug, leaving one in for too long. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm sorry. It's gonna be all period jokes the whole show. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're a period okay. podcast. Um, Gay. (laughs) I don't don't know how periods make you gay. Okay, so look. um, (laughs) I only like blood from people's asses, not their vagina. So, the movie's pretty uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, some toxic waste gets loose in the hills uh, of these redneck uh, whereabouts, and uh, the. The folks at the army can't find out where this lost barrel is, but luckily some hilarious rednecks do find it. And what do rednecks do when they find a random barrel in the woods? They say, you know what? We can turn this into a thing that can make moonshine. <laughs> so one of my favorite things is right at the beginning of the movie, the building, there's a there's like a military building almost, and it's mm-hmm. called the, the Home for the Viciously Abused. And I was like, holy. <laughs> It, I'm probably going to see inside Jeremy's house. <laughs> <laughs> Viciously abused. <laughs> what it was called? Uh, 
<laughs> I also do like the one fat guy that uh, is the one. I guess I wouldn't call him even the main redneck in this movie, but he has the body of uh, of an Eric Woodworth from 2017. You know, real <laughs> real thick around the haunches. Got the kind of arm. You know, he has an arm that you know if you came up to the back and did a little one of these, would be like a good flapping that would happen right there. A um, little bit too tight fitting um, uh, overalls. Over, really great aesthetic though, and a person that you expect to see in a trauma film. What Wendy Townsend calls the hey hun. The hey hun. <laughs> oh, oh, the hey hun, where it's like this, the big wave. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. My fourth um, great teacher. Her name was uh, Mrs. Paulson. Mm-hmm. The other thing is she. Uh, she also directed the music for our sing our our sing alongs in fourth grade. But whenever she like directed the music with her arms, all I was doing was watching her lower arm fat while she was. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I had the same thing, except like guys kind of like it in the bedroom because I'm like, I'm Batman, and then I just dive across the bed. <laughs> I always wanted to bang the girl from the movie Splice, and you're pretty close with those wings <laughs> you got. <laughs> I'm the best of both worlds, boys. I have I have those those meat wings, but my eyes are closer together. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh so uh yeah the uh the movie kicks into high gear uh not honestly the whole first half of this movie is meeting people that are clearly going to be zombies soon i mean, i was actually appalled by how slowly a movie of this low budget like there was 32 days that this could have been filmed in 15 because Showing the body, like handing out all these fucking jars, these mason jars of green moonshine that everyone hates is just like, all right, cool. That person's going to be one. Cool. That person. And you get to like the 45 minutes. They're still. Why are they handing out jars still? It's the next day. Have they not figured out this is bad yet? Why? And not, and not only handing out the jars. I'm just going to jump ahead for, for one second. I won't go into a lot of detail. But the, there's at least two scenes of what we'll call tripping. That takes so long. God, I'm like, yes. we do not need these scenes. But there were others that are super funny. Like, again, back at the very beginning, just for a second, there are some solid grade A shit lines that are so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The doctors, as they're walking away, though, he's like, my club doesn't allow Jews. And I guess he's talking about his country <laughs> club. And I was like, oh, I just assumed he was talking about Sully's comedy cellar. But either way, it's just... <laughs> It's just very fun. <laughs> I've never heard of Jews doing comedy. Oh, man. So, uh, no, there are a lot of, like, over-the-top fucking lines in this, uh, almost to a detriment of the movie. Um, yes. It gets a little ridiculous. Uh, you get to meet... Uh, the, the. It basically revolves around the group of rednecks that are all going to become <laughs> these zombies. Uh, Random-ass campers who are just camping for everywhere. First of all, imagine just going to rural Maryland, and you're like, yeah, this is camping. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's near an old coal mine. Nothing says outdoors than uh, going to an old coal mine. I also love that one of the main selling points is a a pond to piss in, and I was like, oh well, that's a Woodworth dream right there. Yeah. Hey, I also I also love that he pisses in the pond, and then two seconds later he's like, so where do we shit at? I know. <laughs> this is the very next line. <laughs> oh, it's so good. 
Uh, we also get to meet uh, the tobacco man who he only is really at the beginning of the movie and at the end of the movie and he actually is the coolest looking one and has a voice that uh, is just like it's it's so modded it's like you would have thought it was the intro to a Jeremy Woodworth song um, just it's almost inaudible at times it's just like hey, who's going? you gotta get the fucking thing right here and I, I didn't actually rip the audio for it but let me see because it is free on YouTube right now. If I could just give you a little taste of the the Tobacco Man, who uh, I did get a legit kick out of seeing this guy. Uh, and he has, like, he's wearing a bag on his head uh, that looks kind of like uh, uh, Jason Voorhees from uh, Jason Part 2, or uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. Well, be today, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I got dip for the gum Snuff for the nose. <laughs> I got roll your owns and smokes and a newfangled machine that rolls them for you. Even got pellets that taste like licorice. Don't have to spit them out. Just let it dissolve. Oh, they good. They good for young ones just like you. What up, boys? Dip, dip. We want dip. <laughs> They're just very excited just, uh... about dip. <laughs> Oh man, he's the scarecrow. He's the scarecrow to my fat man. Mentioned <laughs> your your worst habit of your entire life, Eric. What dipping? Yeah, I did dip for many for many years. I did uh, I did dip tobacco. Um, Disgusting. I just remember you driving your 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 Kia Rio and being in the passenger seat, and I'm like. I prayed to every god, even the Tom Cruise god, that I never drink from your fucking <laughs> dip uh, gl- jar that you had in your fucking console. Like, I'm ever <laughs> so stupid high that I make a mistake <laughs> from this fucking spit jar. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, do you know what family member uh, did drink some of spit before? Dad. No, not dad. God, I would be. I would have been murdered that day. He would have actually murdered me. Tell me, Amy did. No, not Amy. But oh, it was our sweet, sweet sister Rachel. She dropped <laughs> me. She dropped me off at the airport one time, and I think I, I couldn't remember if she was driving my car. I guess she was driving my car back, and. Uh, she, she calls me while waiting for my plate and she goes she's like did you spit in this coke bottle i was like yeah the one the one on the floor and she was like yeah i was like i mean yeah of course she's like i drank it like, oh. <laughs> just screaming at the top of her lungs oh man i was like disgusting, I, disgusting. No, I I agree. It's why I stopped. I stopped doing it. It is a disgusting I, habit. I literally broke up with a boyfriend over it because I kept thinking he was taking mad shits in my bathroom and leaving skid marks in the toilet. And I yelled at him, and he goes, "It's not shit. It's dip." And I got even angrier. I'm like, "You're sh- you're spitting your dip into my toilet and then leaving it for me to clean up." He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Cool. I want to date other people." God, that is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It is uh God damn it's satisfying. Your voice. Whatever you I said, but yeah. god damn it's satisfying. Um So anyway, that's uh the tobacco <laughs> 
the tobacco man uh, who's wearing a burlap sack mask, and uh, he does regale them of a tale. He's like, you're going to keep dipping it and dipping it every day till they cut your lip off, and then that's, you have to wear a bag like me. <laughs> you're going to make me sick. <laughs> Which is, uh, it's a good bit. It's a good bit. Um and then uh, you start to meet the other people, like the weird shaving guy who is already creepy enough before he is a, before he's even a zombie. He's already like a 10 out of 10 creeper who just carries a Polaroid camera and also shaves people. And it's I just. I did, he didn't remind me of any other movie I've ever seen, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who did it, who did it remind you of, Jeremy? I don't even ironically know what you're referencing. I, I, I have this. I have this. This. Uh, <laughs> I have this uh, shaving cream. Oh, he's supposed to be like uh, Texas Chainsaw too. That. And I have this. I have this razor. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah yeah. I guess you're right. Really? I actually. Is that hard to put two and two together? Listen, I didn't. Sometimes I miss things, Jeremy. Even you know <laughs> what? I, I'm glad you. I'm glad you picked it up. That's why we have you on the pod, brother. <laughs> He gets references that I can't even remotely put together, so that's true. But I did make a note, Jer, because I think you'd agree. I did make a note that said, the shaver needs to be Eric's new nickname. <laughs> no, it was, it was totally updated because he did have an actual newer Polaroid versus the one from the 70s that the actual hitchhiker carried. And, and also, I found out that Tom Schultz from, from Boston, the band, the guitarist, actually helped design the Polaroid camera. Really? Look at that. Wow. Isn't that something? You know, if I ever met Tom Schultz, I'd be like, hey, will you sign my Polaroid? And he finally <laughs> was making, like, so many mega bucks to get rid of the tour that his boss like, I think you need to quit this company and go out and do the <laughs> rock and roll thing. Because, you know, you're, you're, you're big time now, you know? Because that's, Jeremy, that's what's going to happen to you. Your boss is going to come to you and be like, hey, I'm firing you because I want you to go out there and I want you to write music about dingleberries. And that was uh, that was the easiest way for us to tell you you're off the pod. Um. <laughs> I just want that moment where my boss says, I know in your heart you are a pallet jack driver. You need to rock and roll. Pallet Jack, Pallet Jack, drive out. Can you, sir, Jeremy, can please stop singing the song while I'm talking to you? Could you stop? Pallet Jack, you're just in his face. Pallet Jack, drive Pallet Jack. Pallet Jack, hero. That song is so yesterday. Now I'm a forklift driver. I'm a forklift, a forklift driver. I'm a forklift. <laughs> So that's good. On the 2D, I am 3D. Things go up really high in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we see the guy who's making his rounds and dropping off all the moonshine that's made out of this new toxic waste that uh, instantly kills you the second you eat it um, and drink it. And uh, actually, I do think it was funny when she goes to the one lady's house and gives it to the baby who's in the uh, in the washing machine. It's just like, oh, yeah, here, we, look what we got for you. Put a little bit in his body. And like, eh, he takes like one step and starts crying. So we have a zombie baby that's in the mix now. There's oh. also a redneck. It's this beautiful thing that's coming together. Also, there was a scene... I think around that time, maybe a little bit before, and I can't remember off the top of my head from my note who said it, but like 
they I think it was the campers talking about the two guys talking about each other's pubes. <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah. like, I've never commented on my friend's pubes. But then again, they don't have any. Please subscribe to their OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the campers eventually, uh, one of them gets murdered uh, by one of the first ones who gets uh, gets it and uh, gets turned. And she catches it in the woods real bad. Uh, gets eaten by the guy. And it's worth mentioning how shitty the zombies look. Like, they all look like really like they're just big fans of the misfits. Right? It's just <laughs> white face paint with like black eyeliner around it. And that's that's the zombie right there. Uh, kind of beautiful in a way. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they gave off a little bit of Juggalo vibes as well, and I feel like you could easily substitute the Toxic Moonshine for Fago. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> all the while, while this is happening, this guy is still handing out shit. Uh, the one, uh, the one uh, black guy who's with him who pisses in the lake starts to lose his mind, and I think I have it queued up here if I have a little bit of his audio because I think I just think he's the most fun overacted person in this movie. <laughs> Little dab will do you, if you know what I mean. Better than you think. What are you talking about, Andy? Look, there were chemicals in this barrel. The chemicals got into the moonshine. You'd think that it would kill them, but my guess is that it just turned them into horrible maniacs. You mean this moonshine? That's right. Monster mash. Monster mash. It's also worth mentioning there's one guy in their party who also does nothing. He, I don't think he even has any lines. All he does is just drink every time you look at him. And he's constantly just hitting. He's like... I know. It actually made me really like emotional because I was like, oh my god, I miss Eric. Can't wait for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so that I was working in the lab. Wait, one night... <laughs> <laughs> a terrible movie. So they, uh, the one guy gets attacked. This is so bad. Uh, the guy who they were like, this guy should be the leader now instead of this dumbass who's leading us around. He immediately gets bitten up by the by the zombies, and uh, they have to flee to a mine, uh, which seems like the safest place. And in the longest scene of somebody just trying to do turn a light on. Uh, there's like a solid like this this will be a good bit we're just gonna have a dark part of the movie where they're just trying to figure out how to light I think I got the match oh no I didn't are you scared to light the lamp I'm a little scared to light the lamp I don't know how the lamp works it's just uh, god it's fucking exhausting watching some of this movie yes I feel like this movie if someone had a concept for a movie we're gonna say maybe 10 15 minutes long and they go well if we want to sell it you've got to stretch it into 90 minutes oh god yeah uh. Here, here's a little bit of the of the black guy going crazy I finally found it here we go Christ I was gonna do a trip a little bit oh just a little I'm gonna trip over, over the birds and the trees and the flowers and the insects and the sky and the universe all wrapped up in the one little. Are you out of your mind? This is no time to trip. I don't know this shit would happen. I mean, who could? <laughs> <laughs> I 
anyway, so just a little bit of that guy. Uh, great actor. It's, this is his only credit. So slightly more or less effeminate than uh, Chris Rock in uh, The Fifth Element. So. <laughs> yeah. Chris Rock. You mean Chris Tucker, maybe? Is that whoever. Who? Justin Tucker. <laughs> Justin Tucker, Chris Tucker, Chris Like-A-Lot Tucker. I gotcha. So uh, it finally brings I'm us... Smoking, I've been smoking DDT, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I went over this yesterday when I was driving with Jeremy, Ashley, is that mm-hmm. Jeremy, so he purposely does this where he'll say the wrong thing on purpose, right? But I swear all of this, and he's like, oh yeah, like, you know, he was just like, I love this, you know, instead of Eddie Van Halen, he's like, oh, I love this James Van Halen song. It's really good. He'll just say something purposely wrong, right? Because it's his favorite yeah. thing. And you're like, because you go, hey, wait a second, that's not it. But he does it, I swear, just so that the one time where he's not fucking around, he really does think it, that he just plays it off like, oh, no, this is this is the bit. This is the bit. I, under, <laughs> I understand that, though, because, Eric, I did not fully know until today that when you say the wrong thing, it's definitely not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> So she, listen, he does this though, just so he can get away with the one or two. And yesterday when we were driving around, he goes, uh, he was just like, he's like, I wonder if they're going to get weed. Like they start it so that there's a DDT test to see how high you are. And I was like, a, D- a DDT test? I was like, is what is Jake the Snake Roberts going to fucking smash your head into the ground with a DDT? Are you referring to the, the bird toxin that like wiped out birds to like give flipper baby's birth and i was like do you mean thc he's like yeah yeah ddt (laughs) (laughs) well i'll tell you what you know who doesn't need an ept test this bitch because i'm bleeding everywhere (laughs) (laughs) my favorite favorite billy joel line is of course children of the little mind (laughs) uh so uh, one other funny fun fact: the guy who plays Fred Mertz in this movie is uh, Bucky Santini. Okay, and uh, one of the fun facts about this movie is was once recognized by employees at a Radio Shack store who asked for his autograph. So <laughs> that, is, that is a fun fun fact about the movie. So uh, I was once recognized at my gynecologist office. She's like, "Hey." Aren't you the leaky vagina guest host from Quality Time Podcast? <laughs> what she what she meant to say was the longest running guest host. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh so do I do I get a jacket for the longest number like SNL? Like if you are hosted so many times, I get you a gold jacket. Well, that's the thing. Um, you actually get it when the show totally ends, whether it's your time or we just end the show. And what the jacket is, is we make it, it's, it's special. Uh, we actually elongate the arms so that they are, adequate for the time of episodes you've been so we add one foot for every episode you've been on which right now the sleeves would be about i think 176 foot long on each sleeve and you just drag them places behind you like a giant train 
Eric, I'm shocked at you. With everything I've been through, I can't believe you boys didn't say instead you were giving me a full metal jacket and just blow my fucking head off. <laughs> no, not for you, Private Pile. Um, by, by the way, everybody on the 1980 uh, Saturday Night Live was a guest um, guest host. That's they, true. You know, only one or two, I think, made it to 1981. Uh, it, was a t- it was a terrible year. Versus that Keenan Ivory uh, Wayans kid who's been on Saturday Night Live for the last 30 years or something now. Listen, that Joe Piscopo is underappreciated. I love Joe. right. Dead Heat. I do miss Dead Heat. Great film. Uh, By this time, though, uh, they have also figured out that deodorant... Deodorant is the thing that kills zombies, so specifically the silver nitrates within them. How does he know? They ask the white guy. He's like, I don't know. I don't know science, but he gives them a scientific answer up until that point. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, I just wish that it would only kill um, redneck zombie ones because it's deodorant so or soap. that is true so they they arm up with a bunch of deodorant to do battle with the uh with the undead and uh i will say the last act of this movie is pretty fucking awesome and gory it i mean it's a lot of like high spots of just pure uh pure death and carnage uh until they get to that one guy's house and i guess we didn't mention the one guy's house who like clearly there's serial killers that already live in this house because they're just watching titties and have a girl that's tied up and the guy goes that's weird all right well here's your moonshine and just he just leaves her there the boob porn was too absurd for me but it did give me a great idea i was like honestly we should just lather eric up in baby oil and just do group viewing parties i'm not gonna lie when i saw him i was like are those my titties i was like oh no <laughs> that's way mine are way fatter yep. and juicier median that uh pretended to have cancer oh shout out to amanda tracy now, technically, I don't. How many times have we mentioned Amanda Tracy on this show? I don't know, but it never gets boring. <laughs> it never does. But I'll I'll say it before, and I'll keep saying it. Technically, she did defeat cancer. So I mean, she was so good, she never got it. Um, so technically, she won that. Uh, I was at the tattoo show when she got a new tat. I think right on her chest. I do, <laughs> I do love the, uh, I do love the Norm Macdonald bit because he does a bit about cancer, which he did die from. Uh, but he's like, they always say, he's like, he always say he lost the battle to cancer. He was like, I, I don't know about that. It's not like uh, if I did my calculations right, I'm pretty sure when you die, cancer also dies with you. So if anything, it's a draw. <laughs> He had, a tr- he had a stalemate with cancer. <laughs> well, just, that scene, though, was so bad because there's just so much going on. We keep seeing the titties, but it's so bizarre. Yeah. I, it almost made me hate titties. Yeah, it, they but weren't it, good titties to look at either. It was so uncomfortable. And then she was covered in whipped cream, but it was still oily. Mm. So it just made my pancreas hurt. Ugh, looked like a regular old Eric Woodworth shit. You're pretty good titties for an 11 year old. Oh. 
Uh, but the last act is so fun. I will say probably one of the best shotgun to the head scenes I've ever seen in a trauma movie for sure. Cause the girl is like, it, uh, the one lady ends up being the final, uh, gal in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the last one walks in and she fucking blows his head out. And uh, man, the cut scene from there to where the head explodes is like right on point and fucking evaporates right in front of her. It's a good shot. Good shot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's able to escape but not before uh, she gets sexually assaulted by the one redneck zombie, the real fat one with the big old flapping arms. And uh, he does uh, uh, nut inside her before she sticks a corn cob in his eye, killing him. And uh, she's then abducted by, I, I think, the mental ward that we saw at the very beginning. Uh, but they do have like a quick little like x-ray that shows that, oh, there's a zombie baby in there. And that... Uh, that brings us to the end of uh it's of what happens zombies. sorry it's what happens when a woodworth finishes inside <laughs> yeah that's i got two of them walking around right here let me tell you and they love except they're they just watch anime and are good at video games and <laughs> and also disappointing their parents so really Aww. given really uh living up to the family heritage so Can we um point out the fact that his uh um hillbilly um rape sense was stronger than his sense to actually eat somebody much like the movie deliverance that yeah. is horrifying that is some people will say that that's bad i say that is redneck culture um <laughs> that, that is that is very that's very indicative of uh that that is there, you know there's still a little bit of his humanity left <laughs> Of just being a total piece of shit, hillbilly. I'm just, I'm just uh, surprised that it was actually a woman. So yeah, that is true. Um, but overall, uh, redneck zombies. I got to be honest with you, not my favorite film, Chuck. But we did it for you anyway. God bless you <laughs> for bringing this into our lives. Uh, we'll be. I can't wait to show my daughters later tonight. Now that I've already screened it and know that it's safe. Um, Ashley, your final thoughts on redneck zombies. Just like Eric said, you know, Chuck, we did this because we love you. I will let you know I'm not letting you pick next year, even though you're one of our only fans. But thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and Jeremy, your final thoughts on redneck zombies. Um, I, I, I have a special affinity for hating movies that are done on bad videotape. Uh, let alone even better videotape uh, with just no sense of cinematography whatsoever, especially the uh, the ape, teen ape films that were sold on Netflix that are just so horribly bad. At least they're funnier than this was. And I remember just thinking like, oh, wow, this is a trauma film. It still looks kind of dumb and I still don't want to watch it even back in 1990 when it came out. But it was like, Oh, okay. Well, I, I finally get to see it now, and it still sucked. I was like, oh, man. So. Yo, did you think it was going to age like a fine wine until now? Like, ooh, <laughs> I can finally open this one up. <laughs> like a fine the, moonshine. All the trauma <laughs> to me just went downhill ever since Trauma's War, and I barely... I hate, I, I hate to say getting to see Shakespeare's Shitstorm the other year was the best trauma t- movie I've seen in a long time. 
And man, that had so many fucking funny jokes in it that I don't even want to give them up. But it was it was the best trauma film I've seen in a long time. Mm. And got to meet the director and the uh, editor. Got to sit next to him watching the film. So it was great. Well, good, man. Uh, I will say it is. Uh, it wasn't my favorite movie, but it was great overall. And thank you, Chuck. Ashley, where can people find you at, love? Oh. Oops. Always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs. Uh, you can catch me Friday, December 3rd with Eric in Haver de Grace. And then I'll be in Harrisburg performing the next night, December 4th. And you can buy my new Final Girl hoodie on my page. Hell yeah, Final Girl it up, girlfriend. Uh, yeah, as she said, uh, Haver de Grace on Friday for me. Uh, I'm doing a Zoom show with Tom Myers that he has been treating like it is a spot on late night. TV since June so check me out there I'll, I'll throw up a link if it's a thing we can actually see and uh, then I got a whole bunch of fucking shows in York PA that you can't come to and a murder mysteries galore all that on uh, ericcomedy.com Eric with a K comedy with a C Jeremy I love you brother take us out of here gonna get a real close shave Taking over me, no need to hide. Skull by my side, spitting black all in your eye. But don't you see, hunger and me, rednecks on me. Oh yeah, I'm a breakdown, shakedown, fake now, break now, hate now. Eat your flesh with some. Bags now, thunder is chest now, but wise with the big thighs chewing your device. Hillbilly cries with people fries, disgusted with your big fries, lying get with flies. Oh yeah. Oh me, oh my, just ate a guy, said he'd be fine, that was a lie. Another scent, better repent. Oh shit, is that deodorant? It better not be hunger in me. The rednecks are me. Oh yeah. Time to break down your spleen, claws clean with bovine soup team. Wolverine get mean when its claws clean. Get some pots on moon. Some moonshine, y'all, hot in this mine, y'all. It seems safe, but it's dark, and you better repent. Give it up for land. That's a zombie breakdown, fake down. Don't make me do it again. This is the end, my dearest friend. Best script ever written. It was deodorant the whole time. Nothing will ever be written this good again. George Romero wishes he could write the subtext of zombie rednecks. Yeah. Flazajam.